The Production Expert Podcast is brought to you with the kind support of Autoria, Source Elements, and RSPE Audio Solutions. Welcome to the Production Expert Podcast. I'm Julian Rogers, and in this week's edition, I'm joined by Nir Averbach from Sound Radix. Nir Averbach is CEO and co-founder of Sound Radix. Welcome, Nir. Hey, Julian. Great to be here. Uh, great to see you. And um, yeah, well, I mean, Sound Radix, a company I know well, but for the benefit of the listeners, uh, tell us about the development of Sound Radix. How did how did you get started? Um, yeah, what's the what's the that story? Yeah, so Sound Radix started out of should I say uh, need and frustration. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a producer, music engineer, um, and composer when needed. And uh, for a while, I've been been working in the industry, uh, doing what I've been doing, and. Um, I was always interested in in technology and music, and it's actually what got me back into music back in my uh, teens. And um, yeah, after a while, I really enjoyed uh, the whole digital revolution coming from the old analog days of actually working with tape and going through uh, recording to ADATs and all that. Mm. Uh, really, uh, really happy with uh, the way technology was going and the plugins environment and all that. Really, ama- was amazing to me, but uh, kind of just got but was frustrated with. Um, I mean, I love analog gear, obviously, and I love uh, you know all the colors and sounds. But I thought we we could do so much more with with the technology we have at hand. Um, and uh, I just got, at the time when we started Sound Relics, not too many developers um, took that route of of creating something new and approaching uh, technology. From that, from and using the strength, okay, uh, rather than than building, um, you know, analog emulations and stuff like that. So, I see. So you're saying you, I've already got an eleven seventy six. Why do I need a picture of one on my screen? Can we have something else? Is that what you're saying? Well, <laughs> I actually, no, I I like to have eleven sixty six on my machine. It's it's great. Uh, yeah. But uh, at the time, I already had quite a few. Yeah, um, sounded pretty good. Did the, the, the job. Um, but you know, at the time, I was lining my mics by hand. Uh, you know, it took me about three hours for every song. And like, you know, I, I wish there was something that, you know, that took that away from me. It's something very dry, you know, there's not too much, uh, it's, there's not, it's not like you need to be creative about lining the mics, you just need them to be in phase. Sure. You know, and I've already wanted to be concentrating on, on, Doing the creative stuff, right? Um, so, so, so um, you're talking about aligning microphones there. So, I mean, this is this is coming towards. Um, am I right in saying that the first Sam Radix product was Auto Line? That's it, that, is that correct? Auto Line was the first commercially available product, mm-hmm. but it was not the first uh, plugin that we started working on. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the way the way it started, um, I met Yair um, Ham, which is. Um, the brains here in Sound Radix and uh, one of our co-founders, yeah. uh, along with uh, Dan Raviv, uh, we started. Um, a friend uh, acquainted us, and we started meeting like uh, once a week on Fridays. Uh, just uh, you know, just jamming with God and fooling around, and um, expressed to ear like my frustration, and we just started kind of um, just doing stuff. The first thing we actually started working on is what uh, is what is power today. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Um, well, that didn't, there's, there's a big gap between the uh, the beginning and the uh, conclusion of that project, then. Right. Exactly. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's actually the, it's a funny story. Um, 
the reason we started power is, is I really love the way speakers uh, can compress when you, when you push them hard. Mm. Uh, they have that sense of just just power, but it, they don't sound compressed. you don't you don't hear you don't hear them uh, work you know, there's no you know just like it's just powerful. We started working on on the engine on the on the inner engine of of uh, of power because it's not using any known, methodology of, of gain detection and reduction. We're not using any VCA emulation or something like that. We developed like our own, our own engine. Um, but while we were working on it, uh, you know, Yair would, would write something and I would try it on the spot, on, on real material and uh, have some notes and send them back and said, well, you know, here it's not working as expectedly and as expected and should do a little different thing. And in between, I would just continue working because we were just jamming like once a week. I would continue working on, on my projects uh, at the time. Yeah. And, and uh, on one of these occasions, uh, you saw me, um, you know, counting samples and moving the tracks by hand. Sometimes, you know, you have big, big, uh, big drum sessions, guitars, strings, all that. I, I love to record with a lot of mics just to get the different colors. Yeah. And, um, and he's, and he's like, what, what are you doing? And like, I'm aligning the mics. And it's so frustrating. You know, see, it takes me like hours. And he opened these big eyes and said, what? And there, is, there isn't something that can do it for you? I'm that's like, really no, nice. No, you yeah, see, yeah. that's, you know. It takes someone to point it out of like, yeah, why isn't there a thing that does this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And like, see, that's, you know, that's why, that's why one of my frustrations is like, you know, I wish there was. And like, well, you know what? Let's, let's just do it. Like really? I said yeah. So we put power aside and um, right, and I started and got on. Oh, I love it! Line. I love it. So, because um, I mean, this is one of those things that um, uh, I mean, certainly in the in the days when I used to teach, it was definitely one of those crowd pleasers of having multiple mics on. I mean, usually on like a guitar cabinet or something, and when you. I mean, maybe kind of cook the book slightly and and set the mics quite badly so that you've got something quite phasey and and hollow and sucked out, and then you align them, and then you just see, you know, light bulbs go off off uh, over people's heads of like, wow, because all of this, all of this, uh, you know, impact and bottom end comes in, and it just sounds so impressive. Being able to do that at the touch of a button that must have been a real moment to go, is this going to work? And then it all just kind of comes together and and. Um, reveals itself as it is. Achoria has a wide selection of software effects, including three compressors, three filters, three preamps, and three delays you'll actually use. The latest release, three delays you'll actually use, includes Delay Tape 201, Delay Memory Brigade, and the unique and experimental Delay Eternity. A bundle of selected effects called the AudioFuse Creative Suite is included with all AudioFuse audio interfaces. Visit Autoria.com to find out more on the effects you'll actually use. So I suppose having the idea and executing it um, was was solving a problem that was there to be solved. It was something that could be automated, and why on earth wasn't it? It's a very good observation. Um, so I want to return to uh, to Power, which product I know I know very well. Um, so this is a what you've done there is you've broken that inherent link between compressing. And altering the sound is the way I kind of think of it. Of like you can mm. um, you can level out a performance using the leveler section, or you can dial in a compression sound using the compressor. But the two aren't inherently linked. You don't have to compress hard to get one. There's an interdependence that you've broken. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. I mean, you were talking about speaker compression. 
Um, how does that relate to what we see in in Power? Uh, well, I I just like the, the um, how how effortless um, speaking compression sound like or can sound like. Mm. Um, just like that, you know, you just get that sense of of, of power, you know, and um, without without really hearing all the like reductions in pumping, you know, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's 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 great to have. Sometimes you want this pumping. You know, it's it's part part of our of our character tools are part of the sound. Mm. Sometimes you know, uh, but I feel like we have we had. Uh, Quite a bit of those, if, and you can dial uh, many compressors to to pump and do this this spanking and all mm. that, which is which is very cool. Um, but sometimes you just want get, to get that sense of uh, I don't know, power is the word that comes keeps keep pumping. Yeah, come yeah, to me. fair enough. Just with, just without without the without the pumping, without the the compression mm. artifacts, without the colors, and um, more more effortless. Yeah. You know. It's, it's, I know what you're saying. Just in that, I mean, for anyone who hasn't uh, who hasn't tried Power, um, just take a look at the UI, and you'll see there's, there's a big dial in the middle, um, uh, which is the compressor bit, and then there's some kind of like a, more of a fader type control over to the left, which is the leveler. And I think of it in terms of uh, in terms of the leveler is the grown up in me. And the compression dial control is kind of like the uh, the delinquent, <laughs> just because if you want to do that kind of oh just go, going crazy with the compressor, it's the one on the right you want. If you want to level stuff out and just have it stay within you know a particular uh, range of loudnesses, or loudness is probably a wrong a bad word to use there to be honest, because it can mean all sorts of things these days. Then stay over there, and you, that's sensible and silly if you see what I mean. But you can work them together in a in a way that you have to kind. Of, I always feel like you have to trick a conventional compressor into giving giving you those spanky right. sounds or that kind of, you know, hard attack or get the pump. Mm-hmm. You have, you're kind of subverting it from its original purpose. But it just lays it out in front of you going, what do you want to do? So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know it very well and it's, it's it does exactly what it's set out to in that case. Coming to the products themselves, um, uh, I, I mean, I've written quite a bit of stuff on the blog about uh, Sam Radix products and it's always struck me that um, Sam Radix don't make that many products. Um, but what they the thing that they seem to have in common is that they all find a problem uh something that isn't easily fixed using stuff that's already out there and they just go well how can we fix this and then you make a thing that fixes that problem um that can't be by accident. I mean, in the same way that you have, okay, we've got two mics different distances from a source, can't we have a button we can press to make that sort itself out and out comes auto-align? Right. Yeah, um, this is this is the like the, the, the core values, one of the core values that we have in, in Sandradix, uh, which is we don't do stuff that's already uh, out there. Yeah. Uh, we, re- we really want to, to bring um, a solution to a problem that hasn't been solved yet, uh, or a, pro- a problem that uh, I mean, a problem that was solved but not good enough is also uh, what something to be concerned. Yeah, problem that wasn't solved yet, um, and um, yeah, I mean, we do our own research here in house, um, so it takes it takes us quite a bit of time to develop uh, a new plugin, and we we thoroughly test it on real materials. So we have to, we have to, um, we have to, and we want to um, 
you know, pick what what we what we working on, uh, what we spend our energy on, and uh, we just don't see the point of doing another something that already exists. And some, you know, all companies have limited resources. I've got no idea how big a company um, San Radix are. How many of them? How many of the? How many of you are there? Uh, we about uh, we about ten in in total. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and, are, and are you all, um, I, I don't know why I seem to kind of fixate on physically where people are, but are you all in Tel Aviv or do you kind of um, spread out? No, we are, we are spread out. Uh, most of the uh, guys are in Tel Aviv. Uh, we have a developer in Milan and we have a developer in Canada. And uh, then uh, one of our founders is uh, moving to uh, the US these days. So. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, um, Danny, our, our marketing manager, is from Germany. He's, uh, he moved to Israel about a few years, some years ago. So we're uh, okay, fantastic. But but yeah. quite, quite a small, tight team, and sort of yeah. I'm 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 thinking of the question I, I raised earlier about um, about the um, problem solving nature, and I'm looking at the product list, and uh, I mean uh, auto align, auto align post drum leveler, mutomatic pie power surfer EQ. Uh, and um, I never know whether it's 32 lives or 32 lives, but... It's but, deliberate. Yeah, yeah. We deliberately call it this way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, it works both ways. Okay. Well, I, I'm, it's not something I say out loud very often, to be honest, but there's a, there really is that common element running through all of them. I mean, um, uh, in terms of, in terms of uh, products that have been quite um, uh, timely, I'd say Mutomatic absolutely uh, had its moment uh, in the last couple of years during during lockdown and with the, de- the rush to develop remote workflows and, and online collaborative workflows. And so many people seem to be using Mutomatic, a, a thing that was kind of like, oh, this is free and it's cool and it saves you pressing a button, suddenly became integral to the way quite a lot of people were doing all of their work. Um, uh, the th- 32 Lives, 32 Lives... Again, you've got something that just uh, um, uh, extends the usefulness of a 32-bit plugin um, for people who uh, um, who who like those old plugins. Um, we mentioned Power, Power, a pitch tracking EQ like Surfer EQ was actually the first product I was aware of, and I'd always thought it was the first product that you did. Um, we should maybe talk about that one. I mean, uh, it's it's a real favourite of mine, um, just because uh, just because of what it does and uh, and the distinction it draws between itself and, and other EQs. It's it's a it's a perfect illustration of what what we're saying, I suppose. But I'm um, just briefly briefly tell us about Surfer EQ and on them. So um, yeah, it just you know always uh, was frustrating to you know dial in a queue and every time you know if, if you cut a frequency or just another every time the, the, the vocalist or bassist would head would, would go through that that frequency you either um, lost that note or got it like way too loud than the, the other or you know if you just wanted to uh, you know to emphasize that the fundamental a bit more than then then uh, you know one of the harmonies, uh, was really you couldn't really do it um, in a intuitive and sensible way. You had mm. to write crazy automations, or I don't know, uh, and it just never made sense to me. I mean, EQs, standard EQs are great. Tone shaping, tone shaping in general, and uh, I mean, if if you if you ask some engineers, they'll take like a pull take or like broad um, uh, shape EQs, and any day unless you have like a very specific 
frequency that that that's ringing that you need to cut out, and, and the reason is that, that it sounds more more natural because it's not like you know you you you're really changing the, the um, you know the, the 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 tone in a way that it's losing its musicality, mm. uh, and with Sofia Q, did want to have this control but wanted to remain musical. So this way, um, in, you know, instead of just uh, I mean, it, once it's it's related to, to music, you could really really do musical stuff with it and, and shape the tone of your instrument that it's uh, that, that and keep that and will maintain its relevance to what mm-hmm. you're doing right so it's not changing it's not sounding different for every note yeah it's actually you know. so shaping timbre rather i mean this is this is a, a really nice um uh distinction that it draws and it's certainly something that i've spoken about quite a lot um of like the 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 issue you're trying to correct um what's causing it and if it's caused by, for example, if it's if it's a, if it's an effect of a room mode or something to do with the the environment that you're in, that doesn't change. <laughs> and using exactly. a static EQ is perfectly appropriate. But if you want to bring up a, bring up a particular bit in the mid range so that you get a little bit more growl out of a out of a bass guitar, bass is such a great example for this because the, <laughs> all the mm-hmm. everything's more spread out. It's kind of uh, it's it's, yeah. it's easy to make it work really well. But if you're doing that, then in the same way as a a keyboard tracking filter on a synthesizer it's you want it to move exactly. with the note it's 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 yeah it's a fantastic exactly. thing I, I i love it very much something that another plugin actually that i'm gonna call out and, and uh, ask you about is the one that i actually i always forget about and i don't know why because it's really really good mm-hmm. but it's it's drum leveler Mm-hmm. And the first time I tried drum leveler, um, it was one of those light bulb moments again of just kind of like, oh, I don't know if there's an easy answer to this question, but what it, what it's, what struck me when I used it was, oh right, I see, it understands what's a hit and what isn't, and how much of the sound is that hit, and that's why it can do what it does. You can, um, you can address sounds in their entirety rather than just the instantaneous level of like the peak of this transient. You can do something to. It's like you want the whole of the sound. And the thing that I, I really love actually is in, rather than bringing stuff up using drum level, it's, it's taking stuff down because you can get some really wild effects with that. Is this mm-hmm. is this a version of AI that we're seeing here? I mean, is it how does it actually understand what it's processing or is it something something more mundane than that? I'm not asking you to give away any trade secrets mm-hmm. here, but uh, is there an answer that you can give to that? Uh well, it's it's uh it's not AI, it's uh HI. <laughs> it's uh, uh, human intelligence. Uh, no, but we actually worked uh quite a bit on on that and this is one of the um, really um what what sets drum level apart is it's it's its ability to uh really accurately detect uh when when the hit hits and when it starts and when it's peak and um uh, as, as opposed to, I don't know, uh, just a pick limiter or anything else. It, it really, it really understands. It really, it really understands uh, when a hit is a hit and when when it's not. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, there's quite a c- complex algorithm behind it. Mm. Uh, it's not artificial. We we just worked uh, really hard on it. Uh, we ran a lot of material through it, uh, lots of sources, different um, different kind of drums. Um, yeah, um, every little nuance there, like the you know, the the, um, 
you know, the, the the rise curves and then the then the releases uh, mm. everything was really um you can you can even you can even control it there is a, in the settings you can control um there's a it's a little secret uh secret source that you can control uh, the, the the shape of the, of the attack and release and um awesome so yeah. so so i mean from what you're saying it sounds like you've you've just tweaked something to try to home in on the common elements that are shared between that family of you know hit drum sounds, but it just it just works really really well. That's that's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those plugins that I've certainly found. I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of, and I just like the way that you can just kind of encourage uh, to a greater or lesser degree um, uh, a bunch of a bunch of sounds in a in a in, in like a you know a drum loop or something upwards or yeah. downwards nail them to a particular level just kind of waft them upwards gently you know by a certain amount yeah it's 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 a really really usable tool love it yeah and, and without altering their their uh transients uh, uh character yeah that was like the, the main goal but it's basically like like splitting um you know the, the notes and then uh individually leveling them uh which was another thing that, that i really wanted to have for a long time yeah you know, I want to be able to control the, the level of the hits without altering the, the the natural transients. You know, the production expert podcast is made possible using Source Connect Now from Source Elements, the free way to record high quality audio over the internet. Need to record an interview or a podcast like this one remotely? With Source Connect Now, you can. Using a Chrome browser, you'll get ISDN equivalent quality audio without the need to install any additional software. Register for your free account at now.source-elements.com. So, I mean, I'm I'm going to kind of we can't really talk about um Sound Radix without without talking about phase at some point <laughs> because it's <laughs> right truth. in the middle of of loads of what you do and certainly um uh there's quite a big section of the of the product lineup that it's it's it got that's in that ballpark um the the really uh, almost frustrating in a way from my mm. point of view product um uh, that's been i know it's been a massive success because it's really embodies this find a problem that you can't fix another way and fix it it's got to be auto align and that that thing's just yeah press this button and, and the problem goes away as far as i can tell um this is about uh, unlike um uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, auto align is about static relationships that don't change. So my snare drum mic is this distance away from something, and my hi hat mic is this far away from it. But those distances aren't going to change. If you've got a lavalier on an actor, and you've also got a handheld boom, then the distances between those mics changes all the time. So w- there isn't one answer to that problem. You need something that can move with the problem as it mm-hmm. moves around, and it seems Second. to do it. I I can't even begin to imagine how how it works but i can report it does work um did that take a long time online post um yes uh quite a bit <laughs> quite a bit yeah I, i'm yeah I've, I've asked you a question that can be answered with yes and you have done so that, <laughs> i deserve that completely um, it, it's i mean the the effect that's had amongst everyone i've spoken to who does that work day in day out has been like oh wow this is this is cool. Um, did you did you did you find it was it was a uh, there was it was an easy job to communicate the what problem it was you were trying to solve? Was it something that you were finding it finding everyone was was familiar with? Is this a product that was was waiting for? Is this a, a problem that was waiting for an answer? That's what I'm probably trying to ask. Yeah, you. Um, yeah. In a way, 
Yeah, on Atlanta Post really, I mean, once released it, uh, we really didn't have to do much explaining as opposed to our other plugins, which uh, yeah, we'll we do get have to, to do some, <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, Atlanta Post, uh, it's such a, say it's such a, a thorny issue that for, for, for many years, uh, probably until Atlanta Post was released, um, most delegators had to just resolve to just one mic. That's what they usually mm. did. Uh, you know, they used the, the boom mic generally because it sounded more, sounded more natural. Um, and, um, you know, if they didn't have a choice, they'd use the, the lavalier. Yeah. And, they, and after that, they had to do ADR. And because it was just, and, and so, sometimes, you know, they, they would align the mics, but it, it because such a time, time and, um, intensive and also it, you can't really do what the post does because it really works sample by sample. Um, there was no, there was no solution, and uh, we kind of missed a lot of, of good sounds uh, because mm. of that. And so we didn't have to explain that. Um, also, we, we had users uh, who used our classic auto line to do that. They wrote a script. Um, for Pro Tools, and they just uh, did something, you know, just cut it to a lot of pieces, and then just align the pieces uh, separately. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, folks were uh, been wishing for it, and um, mm. uh, it was it was really great to to be able to to help and um, mm. uh, really. Yeah, I know it was. I know it was a success. I mean, I saw how the the, the buzz that went around when it was uh, when it was announced, and it certainly worked. Now there was an update, and we 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 had a conversation about this last time we met about um, uh, the nature of the of the issue that the update went to solve. Now this is one of those things that when you explained it to me, I went, "Oh, of course that would happen, wouldn't it?" But I would mm-hmm. not have spotted it from the outside. You know, it's, it's, is it? Um, well, I mean, if 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 I leave it to you to explain, but it's 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 about use of high pass filters and uh, and phase, and we can neatly come around to this uh, mm-hmm. uh, this subject of phase. But yeah, tell us about um, exactly what was different about the update. Yeah, so phase um, it's such a such an elusive term, uh, and it's it's really because phase is not something that you like like an EQ. You would you would. You know, you turn it up, you hear the difference. Yeah. Uh, okay. With phase, uh, unless you hear it in relation to another track or another mic, you don't really hear a change mm. in sound unless you are super sensitive to um, to phase. So, and and phase means a lot of things. Um, so, auto aligned, the, the distance uh, issue solves. It's a it's a it's a phenomenon. I mean, phase is one of the issues, but the, the phenomenon is actually comp filters. Right, you have two signals that are pretty much the same, mm. one of delayed from another, and when you combine them together, you get this this uh, you know uh, with issues. N- not sure uh, people or most people would would uh, would call this phase issue. Usually, people when you say phase, it's like that either you hear that that phasey like a phaser kind of sound, yeah. or it just uh, or if you flip 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 the phase and just lose that low end. Uh, so, so that's that's one issue. Uh, another phase issue is most EQs, uh, for sure, all analog EQs, um, by their nature, they, in, they induce phase shift into the signal. Yeah. And uh, just to make it for people easier to understand, 
you can think about it as a as a delay, but on a in a, on a secret on a certain frequency range. Yeah. Okay. Uh, think about well, like a hundred hertz. Then you can just delay a little bit, and the other mic is not. So what's happening is if you use a high pass filter on one of mic a mic on on the other, you don't. Uh, that low end is getting delayed a little bit, pushed, and you you often uh, end up with a signal that is um, canceling each other on that low end. So when you combine the two mics together, even though they could be time aligned, they they would cancel each other on the low end or uh-huh. other areas depending on what filters you use. By the way, it could be also acoustic filters uh, if you have. You know, if your room uh, behaves in a certain way, or you have a mic behind certain clothing that causes some kind of delay on certain frequencies, that could also cause a phase shift. Ah. So, Outline um, Post uh, has a new module that um, detects the phase shift that happened if if there was one, which other than the the delay uh, difference, and and corrects applies a. Uh, applies a, um, an all-pass filter that that does the opposite of the phase shift mm. and kind of moves back the delayed frequency so they're aligned again. So you get the full frequency range. You, you get uh, your timing. But the way timing also means transients, right? So mm. it's not just frequencies. Also, um, your transients are aligned. And so together, you have time time alignment and, and frequency alignment and should be like full on everything uh correlated and and you get you should get the full sound of uh, of both of your mics mm. yeah basically um, when, unless you're auto aligning or yeah, aligning your mics properly you're not really getting the real sound of your microphones the first the first version of auto align was correcting the timing issue but there was another issue as well which also resulted in in cancellations and and, and you fixed that because and right. that was because of phase shifts introduced by by these filters. Which let's get into uh, let's get into the uh, phase stuff. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. Pi. Now, I yep. I had to get my head around Pi because I did a I did a video about Pi quite a long time ago now um, for uh, for a production expert, and I must admit I first came I first came to it and I was. <laughs> It was extremely uncomfortable for me when I was getting my head around this, just because I looked at it mm-hmm. and I went, "This plugin fixes a problem that I don't understand," <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's actually uh, illustrating to me how little I understand about phase and the whole idea about phase rotation and what phase rotation was, because it's a dynamic phase rotator. I was going, "Okay, great." And so, for so many people, phase is either is either delay, like you know, broadband delay, mm-hmm. which is fine, that affects phase, but that isn't phase, or or it's polarity, which affects phase, but that isn't phase. It's just related to phase. But getting drilling down into okay, what actually is phase? And it was a, it was a little bit of a journey. I feel like I got there because various people who've seen that have gone, "Oh, now they've seen it, and they feel like they um, they understand that product better than they did before." Now, Pi is uh, is a dynamic phase rotator, which means that uh, that it finds these issues between unrelated sounds and dynamically mm-hmm. corrects for them as they change because these issues change with pitch in the same way that uh, Surfer EQ needs to needs to change what it's doing depending on the pitch. So does this. That still leaves me semi bewildered. <laughs> um, in, in terms of a communication issue, I have a plugin in front of here. What problem is it solving? <laughs> do, why do I need this? <laughs> is this a thing you've heard before? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, 
it's this is something we we hear all the time it's it's you know we can almost we can almost call ourselves uh sound radics what this plugin does yeah uh, you know. <laughs> yeah um so you know in in a mix um and again if you think about it uh what we're creating with with mixes is some kind of uh sorcery you know we we're trying to create this this huge sound stage well this like acoustic sound or electronic or whatever mm. and we're trying to fit them all into this you know usually relatively small speakers or headphones and we and we want it to feel like you know it's you know like you're in a in, in a huge uh you know theater and get all the impact out of your music and uh yeah it's it's kind of it's kind of magic and uh, a lot of the artistry that has uh that that has been developed uh with mixing is is really you know it's like sorcery is making is making us you know get that that feeling mm. uh even though it doesn't sound as as in real life we want to you know we want to uh express that 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 feeling over whatever medium we are so um in in live uh situations you will need uh buy really because you have the instruments in in a real space and uh it's a, a two dimensional space it's not coming out to speakers uh but when when you're mixing in stereo or even smaller uh, mediums and you have all these instruments uh playing hopefully uh the same key mm. um <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> if if you have a bass player and a, and a pianist who, who play the same note um it, it's it, it's not rare that uh they they could just cancel each other because they play the same note they have the same if you think about um every note every sound as as a lot of different sine waves at different frequencies at different times mm. uh you can imagine how uh playing the same note just a little bit in different time uh could cancel each other right just like 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 de- like delay in phase and phase rotation mm. uh, same way and did you ever did it ever happen to you where you just mixed like a really tight you know song where you had like a bass and a kick and suddenly you had this hole in the bass and the kick sounded like you you lose the low end for just one moment and then it comes back for it and i mean you and you can work on it and cue it and no matter what you do you still lose that low end in just one particular moment uh that happens when when some instruments in the track just canceling each other in some areas mm. um and uh that's what uh pi is solving this i mean that's very interesting if just that some um, the demonstrations that i've done in the past to show what it what it does are about uh about how those phase relationships change when you might have a kick and a bass i mean these things are always easier to to hear at the bottom end so it's a good place mm-hmm. to to show them off but uh, if you've got a kick and a bass together and they're working constructively and they sound nice and full and then you move the bass note that's that's playing against that kick and those two pitches because a kick drum has a pitch you know um uh, it might not be constant but it certainly has one uh, and you'll mm-hmm. find that there's uh, there's a, a destructive relationship between them and and that won't work as as fully or as well the point that you're making is is a, is a, is a related one that while that that does happen it also happens if the two notes v- vary their 
time relationship compared to each other because then while one's going up the other is kind of starting to come down and you'll start to get comb filtering and and things happening in those places this is a really nice illustration of uh, one of the most surprising users of Mm pi for me was um was william whitman william works with us fairly regularly on the blog great engineer great producer um Fairly old school, to be honest. I mean, he's you know he's he's not a he's not a, a luddite. He's certainly not got his fingers in his ears about uh, about um, uh, current ways of doing things. But he's he's very experienced. He's been doing things for a long time, and, and he and he likes he likes the old ways of doing things too. Mm-hmm. I was really surprised to hear that he used used Pi on drum tracks. And to the point where I was going, would you not use Auto Align? And no, he uses them. And in that case, the those relationships are, 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 are more fixed on a drum kit, but it's this temporal relationship as well as those pitches that can vary across a drum. It does actually make sense still to use Pi on something like that. It's, it, was an, it was an interesting choice, but what you just said illustrates quite nicely why yeah. there's an advantage still to be had by using it. Yeah. Mm. Also, Pi kind of also uh, helps kind of compensate for... for some EQ moves that, that you may be doing. We spoke earlier about how filters can delay and uh, cause phase shifts. Mm. Uh, Pi can help with that as well. And, and by the way, one of the reasons uh, one should mix not in solo or EQ not in solo is be- because of that. Because when you EQ an instrument, oh. it's not just impacting that instrument, it's also impacting how this instrument and how yeah, other instruments yeah. um, uh, live in that mix. So, yeah, there was a nice example uh, you you told yeah. me about, which was um, you were watching Chris Lord um mixing, right? Uh, and there was about these uh, how he approached his EQ on top and bottom snare mics. Just um, mm-hmm. share that story quickly, if you. Yeah, uh, one of the you know, one of the Nam shows uh, or um, Nam shows, or maybe I saw a video of him. Don't remember. Um, some uh, some uh, demonstrated how he EQ drums, and uh, it just hit me how. He would EQ the top and bottom mics of snare or tom exactly the same way. He wouldn't EQ them differently, oh. and it just hit me how how uh, I don't know if he, if he was aware of it mm. uh, or just intuitive, but basically he was maintaining the phase relationships between the top and bottom mics by EQing them the same way mm. because the the phase shift would be the same for for both mics. Yeah. Um, so. It's it's a nice yeah. illustration, and it might well have been intuitive of just they're two parts of the same sound, so I should treat them the same. Mm-hmm. Time's getting ahead of us now, so we should probably move on to uh, um, the the final question, which, if you would indulge us just for a minute about uh, a little mm-hmm. bit of future gazing, future of audio production. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, in the as specific a way as you want, as general as you like. Um, is what do you see as being kind of the things that we we're likely to see? in in uh, audio production over, uh, just in the near future um what's current stuff and, and what do you think of it and what do you think we might see come out of it any thoughts mm-hmm. yeah well uh, we, we see uh, it's not something you know nothing you can have but there's a lot of use of use of ai i just hope uh, from a personal uh, point of view that we won't turn ai into a replacement for our creation. I uh, really hope, and this is where I see a, a great help and, and future as uh, something that can can help us be more creative. You know, like mm. like with Auto Line, where I wanted to, I wanted the computer to take away from me the the dry, the, the non creative stuff. Um, it would be amazing to me if 
you know, we, we could, we'll have more time and we'll have a, a more direct and fastest uh, route to, to express ourselves and to creativity. Um, and uh, I hope this is where, where things are going. It's definitely uh, where we would like to go. Mm. Uh, also solve, continue solving problems with less, less tweaking, less, uh, you know, less um, mangling, just, just get it, just get the thing uh, done and uh, really uh, just be able to express ourselves uh, most naturally and and really and and be able to get out what we hear in our in our heads mm. um, faster and, and easier nice so I, I'm I think you're on safe ground there because <laughs> that's uh, I, I, I don't think that'll look uh, that'll look silly in in however many years time because yeah I, I think you're right but it's a very good point you make about some um, using AI for the stuff that's useful to us and we can still keep the decisions uh, to ourselves the ones that we think that we either want to make because they're what satisfy us or we think we can probably make uh, uh, better than uh, than um, uh, some machine learning solution would do. Excellent stuff. We're simply more creative, I think. Uh, you know, I don't know, just looking uh, on some algorithm-based stuff, it's it's really you know it, it it's called AI but it's really taking the human intelligence or stuff that's been done before and tries to make to make new things out of it, but it always making it based on what it's, has been done before. So ultimately, ideas um, will converge to a kind of a a medium if you like. If you're trying to make something sound like things right. that have happened before, then you won't get anything new. Right, and and it takes uh, a really um, creative person. Uh, courageous creative person to just say, well, you know what, I'm, you know, yeah, th this, this is what I'm dreaming of. It, there's, you know, it, it, of, of course, there's some elements of it. No, nothing is coming out of nothing, but, uh, you know, yeah. A lot of the best ideas have been, have, have come out with somebody saying, you can't do that and going, well, I'm going to anyway. And so many yeah. of those, there's a good reason that you can't do that because it's a terrible idea, but occasionally... Mm -hmm. Those terrible ideas yeah, and turn out to be good. Fantastic. Um, we should we should wrap the show up because uh, we're, time's getting away from us. So it's time to go to Find of the Week. RSPE Audio Solutions design, sell, and install professional audio and video equipment. Their team are available by phone, live chat, or email to receive and process orders. They have everything you need to build or upgrade your home studio to ensure you can continue to work from home. If there is anything they can do to help, reach out or shop online at rspeaudio.com. Right, find of the week. Nir, um, this can be absolutely anything. Of, uh, of all of the things that you've seen this week, what's the thing that you'd like to draw to the attention of our audience? Uh, unrelated to, well, a little bit related to uh, music, Knights of Asia, which is a pretty cool uh, show on Netflix. That covers um, every show covers a different city, like the night, the nightlife um, of that city, and um, yeah, just just love the stories, the people, how much how much music is uh, centric to to all the cultures really, and uh, how how much um, how much how much it, it pulls us together and. Um, I'm yeah, I'm just you, I'm just yeah. googling and um is it is it called Midnight Asia? 
Uh, is that the yeah, one? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think maybe, it, I think yeah. it might be if it's the one that I've seen, um, because I think I might have seen this. If it's the one that I think we're talking about, then uh, then yeah, it's great. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've I've seen a couple of them and they're fantastic. Did you have a a, a favourite city they visited? Hmm. Each each city had its own magic. Uh, it, it was quite quite amazing. But one thing that hit me was. When are these people asleep? I'm like, <laughs> there know. is that, yeah. Like, you know, it's like, wow, but uh, really, yeah, amazing, awesome. No, it's, it's, um, uh, I'm, I'm changing mine in response to that immediately, just because uh, I, I, I think you're on, you're onto a good one there, and uh, I'm, we've done a lot of talking about uh, audio tech stuff, so I'm going to go off grid on this one slightly, and uh, I'm going to go for uh, a Netflix show that's uh, that's some. Um, about cities and uh from talking to you uh before the uh before the show started uh, there's a thing called somebody feed phil which is uh, a guy called phil rosenthal uh who's yep. who wrote uh an, an american comedy that i've never watched which uh, probably is shameful of me because it's probably great but i've never seen it but he's a very likable chap <laughs> um and uh he goes around uh, all sorts of places around the world and just go- goes and eats the food that's in each of these cities and i saw i've seen all of them now but i think it was episode three of series one was tel aviv which is where you are and a city i didn't know very much about and it looks great and it certainly looks like a good place to go and eat so that's the one Definitely. i'm going to have <laughs> so you've had uh I, I, we, we think it's midnight asia on netflix and uh, i'm having somebody feed phil so if you have access to uh, a streaming service that carries either of those then check them out because they're both a good watch so that's all we have time for this week uh thank you to my guest near Averback of sound radix uh, talking us around um uh, yeah what he does and uh, and how they do what they do over at sound radix one of my favorite uh, plug-in companies it has to be said because they do stuff other people don't do uh, we'll be back next week with another edition of the production expert podcast 